The Maiden Fly Podcast, episode 14. Well, hello everybody, welcome to the Maiden Flight Podcast, the podcast focusing on aviation and learning to fly in Ireland and Europe. My name is Mark Maiden, and I'll be your host for this episode, Back in the Air. Well, when I was about to release episode 13 uh, last month in January, um, I received a very interesting tweet from Fred in the US. And many of you probably know Fred. Uh, he goes by the name on Twitter, Little Miss Sunsh. Yeah, that's right. Little Miss Sunsh. And that's not actually a typo. That's his uh, his Twitter handle. But um, just as an aside, maybe get onto Twitter and follow Fred. Fred's a great guy. Um, but he actually sent me a tweet before my last episode came out and said, back in the cockpit? Or do we have to wait for the episode to find out? So unfortunately, in the last episode, you uh, you probably found out that I didn't get back into the cockpit, but I'm delighted to say that in this episode, I can announce that I actually finally got back into the cockpit. It's been wonderful. Back in January, a couple of weeks ago, I went out to the National Flight Center and uh, went for my first flight in over 18 months. Now, I know very well that after 18 months, the vast majority of your skills are probably going to be quite rusty when it comes to flying. So I was expecting it to be a tricky enough lesson. I was really excited about getting getting back up. Um, I got all my paperwork finally sorted out, transferred my record over to NFC, met my new instructor. Uh, his name is Andrew, a very experienced guy. And the, finally, the day came when I was going to get up. I was actually quite nervous about it. Um, I was actually, you know, wondering, well, how well will I do? Will I, I'm sure I will be rusty. Um, but, um, you know, certain things I found went pretty well. Pretty well. Uh, my takeoff went okay. Uh, we decided to go out to the west to um, practice some steep turns and just some general air work, uh, some stalls. And, you know, I could tell straight away that, yeah, I was pretty rusty. I mean, on doing a 45 degree steep turn, I was losing losing altitude. And, um, you know, I noticed that I my, my nose was going up and down as I was doing the turns. And then we came back to Weston to do a few touch and goes. And, you know, that actually wasn't too bad. That went fairly well. So this time I'm flying in a Cessna 152 and I've never flown a Cessna before. Now I've done one or two trial lessons maybe about 10, 15, 20 years ago nearly in, in Cessnas, but not that I could say that I've, I've actually flown a Cessna and, and experienced what they're like. But coming from the low wing uh, to the high wing, which um, I know is a big debate amongst uh, people, I'm glad to say I've experienced both of them now, and I am well impressed with the Cessna. I'm well impressed with its handling capabilities. It's just really easy to fly. Um, when it comes to landing it, um, now it's still very early days yet, but I get the impression that it really does handle like a, a nice training airplane, and um, it's certainly not as tricky as the Grab is to land. 
but you know we came back for the, on the first flight and tried a few uh, a few circuits i was certainly very rusty um but n- nothing that i felt you know was was like crazy bad where i was literally going back to the beginning so um so that was wonderful i came out of that just completely exhausted you know people talk about how when you get back into something like this and there's a lot of information to take in it's like drinking out of a fire hose well i was just exhausted afterwards but really really pleased just so happy to get back up it was a great day for doing it uh, lovely and smooth um but my mind really was racing now when i was trying to um trying to remember everything to do and just i really felt that you know my uh, my kind of skills uh, my kind of just natural muscle memory and everything had really kind of wasted away when it came to um the flying skills but that's why i'm getting back into it so i'm just chuffed to be back in now i've i've done another couple of lessons i flew up uh, with another instructor called james and um and only uh, just as recently as yesterday now i was doing circuits with them um, andrew again so uh the next real milestone for me really t- will be to get back solo get back solo um so i can build up my time there and then move on to cross country uh, navigation which is obviously the the real fun bit where you actually get to go somewhere but I'm I'm just chuffed to be back in the the circuit again. I mean, it really is fantastic just to be trying takeoffs and landings every five minutes. And um, yesterday now was very busy out at Weston. I mean, there was a good four or five people in the in the circuit at any one time, or uh, four or five people in the in the pattern, as you might say, in the US across the pond. So um, it was very busy, and. You know, I found that Andrew, as my instructor, he's he's quite a perfectionist, which is which is, I guess, what you want. I guess what you really need. And at the end of lesson yesterday, he made a comment that it's really just the little small things now, which which I'm 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 just kind of weak on. Uh, the the major things are looking pretty good. Um, myself now, I'm finding the communication with the air traffic control tower just a little bit distracting. I'm I'm just not as smooth on that, and I'm finding I'm wanting to communicate before flying the airplane which obviously is the wrong way around but i need to but you know i'll fix that i'll fix that so um i'm just delighted to say i'm back up again i'm enjoying flying in the 152 i can see why people think it's fantastic i can see why people think it's just a great training airplane it really does have everything you need it just handles really nice um you know, anybody out there now, I know lots of people have uh, loads of experience in 150s and 152s, but maybe you can uh, maybe you can get in touch with me and tell me your experiences with a 152 and what you know what you particularly liked about it. Did you learn in one? I've heard about people buying them. Um, you know, there's lots of great things to be said about them, but I'd love to hear from other people about their experiences. But uh, overall, I'm just over the moon to be back just over the moon to be back flying again and just just really really exciting but um you know since since the last uh, couple of episodes i've had a few people get in touch with me and um i just wanted to ha- make a few shout outs to a few people who uh who have just been so encouraging to me and and again i've, I've mentioned it before that the aviation community is just such a strong community and a, and a good community and an encouraging community and uh, just really great to hear from people. So uh, just go through a few shout outs here. So the first person I heard from was uh, an old friend called Christoph. Now, Christoph was um, a guy who was in the Leinster Club uh, when I was there. Now, I think he might still be there. 
but uh, Christoph was a PPL at the time and he owned um, a Cessna 150 himself, a little uh, 150 which uh, used to have the call sign um, the bat. It was it was called the bat because the uh, the letters were Bravo Alpha Tango, or commonly referred to as Alpha Tango. But uh, he used to have owned that plane and used to fly it a lot. And uh, he got in touch with me when he heard that I'd passed my uh, PPL uh, ground school exams and just said, "Well done, enjoy every minute of it." So thanks for that, Christoph. And Christoph now is actually building his own airplane. He's building a Zenith CH750. So um, I'd love to see. Uh, how he gets on with that that's such a huge endeavor to embark on but uh, we wish uh, Christoph all the all the best there and um somebody else I want to shout out to is a good friend of ours a good friend of our family um Derek Murphy so Derek and Julie are great friends of ours um they're just so encouraging Julie used to be an air hostess uh, for Aer Lingus and uh, Derek has become a great friend of mine a great guy but um, he got in touch with me when he heard um, about my uh, exams and said, hey, Mark, great to listen to this. And you're right. What a good community of people the flying people are. So this is a guy now who actually doesn't work in the aviation industry, but he has had exposure to the aviation industry through his wife and through other people. And he would uh, agree with me that um, flying people are just a great community of people. So that's that's really good to know that we can affect other industries and other people around us by how we act with each other so uh, thanks for that Derek Uh, good man yourself Evan Shu, who is uh, based down in Australia. So Evan has, um, I think they call it a recre- recreational pilot's license down in Australia. It's a little bit uh, different to hear. Um, but um, everybody get onto Twitter and follow Evan. His handle is Evan underscore Shu, which is S-C-H-O-O. And um, I love the title on uh, on Evan's um, profile. He says that he is um, certified to play an airplane and pilot a bass trombone. Nice. I like it. So, uh, and he said, uh, congratulations on passing your exams. Can't believe you have to do six hours worth in one go. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a bit traumatic, all right, having to do six hours of exams in one day and not spread it out over multiple days. But anyway, we got through it. Uh, thanks for that, Evan. And also get over to Evan's uh, blog. He has a, a blog at 1000 feet AGL dot blogspot.com.au so that's 1000 as in the digits 1000 and then feet agl they're the letters and then blogspot.com.au okay get over and check evan out there thanks for that evan and then another podcast that you really need to check out and it's brand new just just out now uh within the last month or so 
and that's Go Flying Australia. Uh, so a guy called Adam is doing uh, the Go Flying Australia podcast, and it's quite probably quite similar to to mine. Um, he's done very well at doing some interviews. I guess I really need to do some interviews, don't I? Yes, I know. I hear you. I need to do some interviews. Okay, but anyway, Adam has managed to do a few interviews with people down there, and he got in touch with me and said, thanks, Mark, I'm nearly caught up in your podcast. I really enjoyed your episode on crosswind landings. So uh, thanks for that, Adam. So um, you can find Adam on Twitter at GoFlyingOz, A-U-S. So uh, follow Adam there and get over and check out his podcast. It's a, it's a great listen about learning to fly in Australia and some of the differences about flying over there. So thanks for that, Adam. And then a few more people who got in touch here. Uh, so uh, my good friend, Neil Braden. So uh, I think everybody in podcasting land uh, knows Neil. Uh, a great guy, great ambassador for aviation who recently moved back to Ireland. Um, so you can follow Neil um, on Twitter at pilot underscore NGB. Uh, so Neil got in touch and said, so excited that you are ready to start flying again. Great adventures are ahead for you. So thank you so much, Neil, for that. Um, I know we're both very excited at the moment because we're both really in the uh, in the transition of moving from a bit of non-flying activity into flying activity. So um, yeah, we're definitely going to be experiencing some, some great adventures together. Um, I know Neil now has been getting a little bit of sim time, a, bit, a little bit of 737 sim time. So you can follow all his uh, his adventures uh, on Twitter. So uh, thanks for that, Neil. And then another person who got in touch was John Power uh, on Twitter um, at uh, jpower67. And he said, uh, nice podcast. Keep up the good work. So thanks for that, John. Really appreciate it. It's great to get feedback from people. Um, sometimes, you know, you feel you're, you're all you're doing is talking into a microphone and you're just not sure who you're talking to. And you're not sure who's listening and you don't know what people think. Um, But uh, thanks for getting in touch and the encouragement there, John. Appreciate that. And then from our friend down in Australia, Grant, Grant McCarran. So Grant and Steve uh, produced the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. So one of the, uh, shall we call them, classic aviation podcasts um, coming from Australia. And uh, Grant got in touch and said, it's great to hear your latest episode and your session with Carlos and Matt at the Plain Talking Show. Also fantastic that you're getting on with your lessons. Big smiley. All the best and welcome back once again with another smiley. Cheers. Thanks a million, Grant. Really appreciate that. Thanks for getting in touch. And then uh, last person just to let you know about is uh, another podcast producer. Um, so you may or may not have heard about the Plane Safety podcast. So this is a podcast that is produced by a pilot called um, Pilot Pip. So um, Pilot Pip. Um, originates from the UK and I know he's a good friend of Carlos and Matt from the Plain Talking UK podcast. So P- uh, Pilot Pip got in touch uh, with an email and he said, I heard you on Plain Talking UK a few weeks ago and I've since listened to Maiden Flight. Congrats on the podcast. I produce the Plain Safety podcast and know how difficult it can be to get an episode together and published and receiving feedback can certainly be a helping hand. So I thought I'd get in touch and let you know I've enjoyed what you've done so far and looking forward to more. Thank you so much for that, Pip. And uh, Pip went on to say that he's been wanting to try and get back into GA flying. He Obviously, he works commercially. Um, but what he would love to really do is get his flight instructor rating again. So uh, he was obviously an um, instructor before and he's looking to get back into it. You know, Pip, all the best with that. 
really hope that works out well for you. Um, and I know he's looking like uh, he wants to just get back into flying uh, small single piston engine engine airplanes again, which he uh, for him he mentions that that might be a bit tricky, but I mean I'm sure you'll you'll come around to it no problem, Pip. And he's also thinking about buying a share in an airplane, so I mean that would be just fantastic. Um, he said he used to own uh, a 150, a Cessna 150, and after flying the 152, I can completely understand why you might want to buy a share in a plane like that but he says at the end anyway i hope you get a new episode out soon in the meantime i invite you to check out my plane safety podcast in my latest episode i chat to carlos about his ppl experiences so far so that's carlos from the plane talking uk podcast so thanks very much uh, pip for getting in touch and absolutely everybody just get over and listen to the plane safety podcast that is a, a um, great podcast where pip really takes the time to work through safety issues and sometimes he'll take accidents and you know really dive in deep into the things that were done wrong you know what we can learn from it obviously the whole idea is that we learn from these things and we become better pilots so um well done pip and producing a podcast like that and i completely understand about uh, trying to get these uh, podcasts out on a regular basis so uh, fair play to you and then sorry just one last person uh, just to mention is uh, my good friend there goes my phone sorry about that is my good friend Drew now uh, Drew is a is a good friend and we go back years and we grew up together and um, we grew up together going to the same church and now we've been in touch with each other every now and again and Drew is actually looking to um, complete his PPL training he did a bit of PPL training a couple of years ago and now he wants to get back into doing it again and complete it and, and maybe even go on to do some commercial training. So myself and Drew met up for lunch a few weeks ago. It was really good to see him again. And just and then we just got into the, the good old meat and potatoes about talking about flying. And that was just great fun. Just talking about schools, just talking about the differences between clubs and, and flying schools and which airports to fly out of, flying out of grass runways and flying out of Weston or whatever. It was great, great fun talking to him. So hi, Drew, how are you doing? So, um, and I know next thing now we want to do is we want to get together and maybe go down to Trim Flying Club and have a look around there. Um, but uh, thanks, Drew, for getting in touch and we hope your your PPL flying goes great from now on. But, you know, it's just great to hear from people. Thank you so much to everybody for getting in touch. Um, I'm just delighted that I'm back in the air again. It's been over 18 months and, you know, I still have quite an uphill climb now. I have uh, to really get my head back into the learning um, mode again and just, you know, I just really want to take this opportunity now and run with it. Um, I'm getting up more regularly than I was before and I just really want to take this opportunity now and really get my PPL behind me. Um, ideally, I'd love to try and get the PPL done this year um, and then I can start, you know, taking friends up for flights and things like that. So just all the fun stuff. So thank you everybody for um, for for getting in touch. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening to this even right now if you're listening to it. Really appreciate that. So um, take care, everybody, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.
Find this and other great shows at the Aviation Media Network. The Voices in Your Head.com.